Hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of Asia's Opinion. So to those of you who have not who have subscribed already, I'm very, very grateful. Thank you so much. We're very appreciative here at MSTV. We're still going or pushing through, even with all of this hogwash that we see coming out in these past couple of weeks. And that's what we're going to try and dive into this week. We've seen a lot happen as far as policy is concerned, bad policy. We'll get into that. We've seen things happen on the cultural front as far as the attack on certain decent values. And we'll also get into that. But I want you guys to kind of follow where my head is going this week. Because like I said, a lot happened. Right, we're seeing spending bills up the Owazoo. There are rumors circling Washington and kind of being leaked in regards to when taxes are going to increase. And then, as far as the cultural front, you know, we're seeing a lot from the Grammys. And I know a lot of you may have watched them. Some saw clips of them. If you're anything like me, you didn't actually watch the Grammys, but you all, we all heard it. We all saw the clip of Cardi B basically being a hoe at the Grammys. I mean, it's not acting, right? She doesn't deserve an Academy Award for being herself. I'm just going to say that. But we're going to get into that later on this week. Today, I need to focus mostly on what Biden is doing as far as his administration, what we're seeing with this last spending bill, this $1.9 trillion spending bill, and what will follow that now that the Democrats basically don't have any halts. There's no one to stop them. They're just... We're just going to do this. No one can stop us. There's no one to hold us accountable. Let's just do it. We have the White House. We have the House. We have the Senate. Hell, we have culture. Who's going to stop us? That's the Democrats' attitude, it seemed like. And we're going to jump a lot into that this episode. I'm fed up, you guys. I'm not going to lie. I am am fed up. And we're going to go in depth later on in this episode as to why I'm pissed. Why a lot of Americans, I think, are very pissed in regards to not just the spending bill, but the rumors, right? The rumors about a tax increase. I think everybody is so, like, we count the days like doomsday in regards to when it's going to happen. Not if, but when. And then it's the question of, but how much and what you're going to tax, So many great opportunities we had under the previous administration and towards the tail end, or I should say the beginning of the Biden administration, we still had some things that kind of carried over from Trump's administration, but that didn't last for too long. We're kind of almost, what, almost 60 days into Biden's administration, and he's only made decisions that have hurt Americans. That's it. I mean, liberals, by the end of this, if you don't already have it, because personally, I think a lot of you are suffering from buyer's remorse. That's what this episode is about, because I think you're already suffering from it, or by the end of this episode, you will be. Because the damage that your vote caused this country, caused regular hardworking Americans just trying to do well for themselves, the damage that you all caused with with the votes... And yes, I am blaming you. I am very bitter about this last spending bill and what's going to follow it because you can't expect a spending bill like that and then not expect a tax hike. How else do you pay for something like that? How else? By raising taxes 
And it's just going to make it harder for those of us who are trying to build businesses and you have to do it in spite of the government. Now, I'm not one of those people that say you need to be dependent on government handouts and that you need to look for every possible grant that these businesses or excuse me, government entity is going to put out. I'm not saying that you need to go looking for it, but damn, damn, no aid. You're not an ally. You are not an ally. You're hurting Americans. And in this episode, we're going to go in depth about what to expect from that stupid ass spending bill. And what rumors we're hearing in regards to the tax increase that's coming down the pike from the federal level. But if you want all that information, you want all that breakdown, you have to head over to mstvllc.tech. Subscribe for as low as $1.99 a month. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us over there. Support MSTV. Get all the information from us. Granted, we are for entertainment purposes only. Something you have to say when you're a political commentator and you're starting out. Uh, the left are definitely trying to come after people who are just trying to be honest and open. So head on over to mstvllc.tech. See you all over there. For those of you who are watching this from your subscription plan on mstvllc.tech, we're going to continue this conversation. Like I said, we're going to go in depth about that spending bill. I don't know if... This poll is right. I watched an interview with Dana Perino when she went on Dave Rubin. She mentioned a poll. Conservatives, you know how I feel about pollsters. I think they're full of stocko that they don't actually, that they're not actually relevant. I mean, you can get people to think your way if you ask the question the right way. Personally, that's how I feel about it. But the polls that she referenced basically said that 73% of the American population, you know, approve this spending bill. 73%. That is a large number, 73%. And it made me wonder, well, why are people buying into this? I mean, 73%, you clearly had to touch conservatives. You clearly had to touch, you know, the Trump group, the Trump crowd. But why are people buying this? It's like, even if you know what's in this bill, you're waiting for government to give you your stimulus. And that's why a lot of people, I believe, are looking forward to this. But you got to grand scheme it. And that's where conservatives start to find, you know, the truth where they don't allow this BS stimulus to blind them to the grand scheme of it all. Yeah, I'm going to take this $1,400 real quick, but I understand I'm going to use it to bring my family forward, to bring my community forward. I will weather this crap ass storm that Biden's administration is dishing out. I will take that $1,400 and then we'll get ourselves out of this when we get his ass out of there. That's a conservative mind for you. But this bill to the average person, to a liberal, oh my gosh, they think this is the greatest thing since freaking sliced bread. I mean, let's call the spade people. Only 10% of this bill is going to COVID. Only 10%. This man just signed a bill for $1.9 trillion and only 10% of it. What is that? 19 million, if that. Out of 1.9 trillion, where the hell is this going? Well, I'll tell you, they're going to bail out states like New York and New Jersey and California and freaking Illinois, Chicago specifically. This is where the money is going. It is not to do anything productive. It is not to restore any type of normalcy to our society. It is not to open schools. It's not to get millennials back at work. It's not to do any of that, but to bail out 
croniest politicians in power. That's ultimately what this bill is. It is not for people's act. This is not this bill. This is for politicians. Also in this bill, I can't tell you the, the exact number, but I can tell you this people who are in Congress or in the Senate, specifically Democrats, if they have children who are not in school, that is considered a hardship for them. The congressman, the elite, it is a hardship. Therefore, they will be given thousands of dollars because they have to suffer from their child being at home and not in school. Well, what the hell? 25,000 people. That's how much they're getting. $25,000 around that number, I believe. For your child being at home. Well, what the hell? What about every other American who has a child not in school? I swear if this was about giving money to parents whose children are in school, our nation would definitely be broke. How many schools are not open right now? And you're talking about giving $25,000 to people who are already rich? What? Are you serious? That's this bill. That is this bill. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all conservatives, you guys know how I feel about this. You guys are aware of this. So this episode is specifically to the liberals and to those who voted for Joe Biden. I really want to know, do you have buyer's remorse? Are you worried that maybe you made the wrong decision? Because I have to tell you, you did. You did. I guarantee it. I, I personally believe if everybody who did vote for Joe Biden didn't, there'd be no way for them to steal this election the way that they did. And yes, I said it. They stole the election. And if you just had just the slightest idea of what we're, we were saying about socialism and how we were under attack and how they were going to destroy every economic opportunity, I'm going to give you guys not necessarily a fun fact because it's tragic. Everybody remembers... The platinum plan, right? This was Trump's plan to invest $200 billion into black investment, into black business. This was the platinum plan. 200 to $500 billion just to help blacks create businesses, just to inspire the entrepreneurial spirit, give them the opportunity to obtain loans and grants to start their business. Well, guess where that $200 billion is going? It's not going to black America. It's not going to new businesses. It's going to bail out Chicago and New York and New Jersey. Give Cronius more money, $25,000 more because your child is at home. That was money that MSTV, we are a black owned business. That platinum plan, I was looking very much forward to it, you guys looking very much forward to the platinum plan under Trump. We are a black owned business. Yes, we are intellectually diverse. Not everybody who is a board member here is conservative, but the fact of the matter is all four of us are black. All four of us are a minority and that's where the money was going. Not anymore. Thanks to Biden. Thanks to Biden. And now you got to think of it on to the rumors. Ladies and gentlemen, on to the rumors of the tax increase. There are sources saying that the tax cut, that not the tax cut, but the tax increase is coming. But that only makes sense. That was very predictable. $1.9 billion 
require someone, excuse me, $1.9 trillion. $1.9 trillion. It does require somebody to pay for it. So tax increase was just the most predictable outcome. So let's start talking about this. Biden's tax increase, rumor has it, it's going to be the largest tax increase in the past 30 years. 30 years. The last time taxes were this high, you guys, it was before my birth. 1993 is the la- the largest was the year of the largest taxes in this country. And now here we are with Biden. 30 years later. 30 years later, and this is where we're at with him. He's going to give us the largest tax increase in the last in 30 years. In 30 years. I'm going to give you some information about that. The corporate tax right now is at 21%. It's expected to go up to 28% under his new tax increase bill. That's just what it is. The capital gains tax right now is 20%. It will go up to 39.6%. Rumor has it, allegedly, it will go up to 39.6%. Now, for those of you who don't really know what capital gains tax is, you know, I didn't either, so I'm not knocking you for not knowing it because it does take in, it does take research. You, if you don't know something, look it up. That's what I do. I recommend you do the same thing. Because, right, what the hell is a capital gains tax? Well, let me tell you. All of us who just got started doing stocks and investment via Robinhood and Stockpile and Webull and all of these new investment apps, all these new platforms where we can now compete with the elite on the market, we are now finding out that all our earnings, our portfolios right now, the capital gains tax on our stock portfolio at this time right now is 20%. That means whatever you get, whatever you earn from your investment portfolios, they're expected to take 20% of your earnings of your portfolio. That makes sense. Everything gets taxed in this country. Why wouldn't investments? 20% seems about reasonable. If this is your first time doing it, 20% seems reasonable. If you're somebody old who remembers the capital gains tax at like 10%, 20% is too much for you. I'm just going to say that as a side note. But for me, I just started last year. So 20% seems reasonable. To find out that my portfolio will be taxed in 2022 at almost 40%. What the hell is the point then? If you're going to take 40% of what I earned from my investment portfolio, from my hard working money, those are my dollars I put to work, not yours. What the hell would be the point? Another thing, they do intend to increase the tax rate for the wealthy, right? Which is expected. We all knew they would do it. AOC said it. Bernie Sanders said it. Pocahontas said it. Everybody said they were on a tax the wealthy Kamala Harris even said they were thinking about 72% of tax taxes from the wealthy. But now here's the question, ladies and gentlemen, liberal specifically, you agree with that one liner tax, the rich tax, the rich, but you never asked the question, well, what is rich to a Democrat? How do they, def- how do they define rich or wealth? What is the number for them? Is it a million dollars a year? Is it a billion dollars a year? What is the number? Well, Kamala Harris told you what that number was at the debate. 
But you guys didn't listen. You allowed TDS to dictate your vote. You didn't listen to her when she said, well, if you start at, if you're making $400,000 a year, we're going to tax you 70%. That's their definition of wealth, $400,000 a year. Ladies and gentlemen, tell you a story. It's one of my favorite stories. I love hearing it because as a conservative, this story came from a liberal and it was just even more hilarious because it's like, okay, but you're complaining, but you're complaining about the denial of your own conservative value, but you're saying you're liberal, but that's neither here nor there. A gentleman owns a business. He's done really well for himself. He was bragging about how he made his first million dollars. I mean, he was so excited. I made my first million. That, that's not easy. That took a lot of time, a lot of work, a lot of failure, but I did it. I made my million. And you're never going to guess what happened. Well, what happened, John Doe? We're going to call him that because I'm not going to disclose this person's name. Well, what happened, John Doe? They taxed the sugar honey iced tea out of my million dollars. Well, what do you mean? Yeah, I only got like 800,000, 800 something thousand. Shut up. The person that like I said to this person, I would say to this person, shut up. What do you mean? You only made $807,000 for the year. So what? They took 20% of your taxes. You still made over 800,000. What you bitching for? The person who makes less than $40,000 a year after taxes, they're not mad at 800 something thousand. But now under Biden, the guy who made his first million dollars and was so pumped, but upset about losing 20% of a million. Imagine what his reaction is going to be when he realizes that 70% of his million dollars has now been taken, not just 20%. It's like, damn, what the hell, what do I have left? You just took like $700,000 for me out of my million. How does he pay his employees? How does he take care of taxes for his buildings or his properties or whatever other expenditures he might have? How does he maintain with that kind of a tax increase on his business that he worked hard for? The same guy who would complain about that 70% tax rate on his million dollars is the same guy that voted for Joe Biden. And so that's why I'm asking liberals, do you have buyer's remorse yet? Do you? Because that's what's coming. Let's also talk about opportunity. I mean, you guys, come on. I mean, if you're a family, let's say this. Because this is what, this, this is real. Because... Families today want to be better. They want to do better. They want to excel. They want to basically end the cycle of poverty and vices amongst their family. And so instead of competing against one another, you know, I'm going to outshine my cousin or I'm going to outshine my brother. Or I'm going to show them they can't talk smack. I'm going to outdo them. Instead of doing that, they're sharing information with the class. They're encouraging the other person to do better for themselves, encouraging to invest. Families are coming together and deciding to start businesses together. But now with this kind of a tax increase, why would the families even take the time? That's where we're, we are. Like I said, this is a family owned business, a family owned business. And in the climate that Biden is creating, it could seriously be detrimental to new businesses, plain and simple. And if you're small, oh my gosh, you could have been here for 15 years. They don't even give a damn. 
You could have been around for 15 years. They don't care. They don't want your status. They don't care about your money. They actually don't want your money. They want you gone. They want you to be a peasant. They want you to be broke. They want you to be dependent. That is what Biden's administration is inspiring with the spending bill. That's what they're doing with this tax increase bill that's coming. Now, to those of you who live in in states where there is no income tax, like Texas and Florida and Nashville, God bless you. Enjoy your freedom. Pray for us in the on the coasts, because that's where these problems are. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my time. My name is Asia Branch, your host of Asia's Opinion. Thank you so much for subscribing here to MSTV LLC. Make sure you tune in for tomorrow's episode because I'm about to go in on Cardi B's ass at the Grammys. Again, my name is Asia Branch and talk with all of you tomorrow. Have a good night.